And to anyone who, um, who has ever been to a chiropractic office, you know how chiropractic offices can feel. They can feel unprofessional. They can feel as if someone's just coming in and trying to crack something and getting you to feel better. This is, ex this is not that. This is completely different here. When I tell you, when I walk into this office, I have never walked into a more professional therapy facility before in my life, to the point where an iPad is being handed to me and I'm literally being able to identify the areas on my body that are in pain, not just verbally communicating it to the doctor, but I get to identify it and put on the scale exactly what I'm feeling in the moment. Not only am I doing that, I get to wait in a waiting chair where I'm being massaged in a massage <laughs> chair, right? And then I get greeted by someone who's gonna give me a hug and he's gonna assess my situation and make sure I leave out of there in pain. There's a difference when you're choosing a professional. Welcome to the Miracle Academy. This is your host, Scotty Cooper, and this is where miracles are expected. Hi, this is Scotty Cooper with the Miracle Academy. Welcome to our podcast. Today I've got my good friend, Carlton Dennis. Carlton and I have been friends since high school and uh, we've done, we've played football together, we've hung out, we've yeah. bounced ideas off each other with business. We've been really good friends for a long time. So I'm really excited to have you on the podcast today. Excited to be here, man. Thank you for bringing me on. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So this is the Miracle Academy. So a lot of things we talk about is always like the miracles that happen. Yeah. And you've kind of had your own miracle with chiropractic in high school. Yes. And uh, so why don't you share a little bit about that and yeah. how, how that happened for you. So for me, I never went to a chiropractor until high school, right around the age 16, 17 years old. And part of the reason why I started going to a chiropractor was because I was dealing with some injuries um, in track and field. Me and Scotty met on the football field, but I also ran track. Um, one of the things that I noticed um, before I started going to chiropractic was I was always sore. I was really trying to take a lot of ibuprofen um, to deal with a lot of my muscle soreness. Some had sometimes have stiff neck, stiff neck. I would have tight hamstrings, and mainly it was my hip flexors that was bothering me. After coming to chiropractic, I started taking less and less and less ibuprofen, and I even started getting cleared. Um, where I was speaking with um, Scotty's father and he was just communicating with me and helping me understand more about my body. Fast forward to my senior year of football, I was taking no ibuprofen. I was barely even sore after football games. Matter of fact, I was working out after football games and I just look back at my junior year in football when I played our rival, Modern Day High School. Modern Day was the one team that we all wanted to beat because we had lost to them for 20 years in a row. And my junior year, I pretty much played terrible. I was the starting cornerback. I was going against the star wide receiver who was set to go to USC. He was the guy I was supposed to guard. And the guy I was supposed to guard scored all the touchdowns on me. So I look back at that and I just look back at how my body felt during that time period. And I was only 16, 17 at the most. And then I fast forward to uh, 17 and a half, 18 years old, practicing chiropractics here in Cooperstown. And I go back out there for the modern day game. The craziest thing about it is you would think I would be so nervous that I would have so much fear. I'm going back up against the guy who I just, you know, had him destroy me the year before. But with my, with my practice and chiropractic, it, it kept me still. It was almost like meditation. There was a calmness in me. I was very confident in my body and my capabilities and what I was going to be able to do. 
turns out I held him to six yards that game, the fewest he's ever been held to in, in his life. And after that game, I got a scholarship and was able to go on and play football and chiropractic has always been a part of my life ever since then. So for me, my miracle actually happened when I was really young and it's contributed to part of the reason why I still practice those habits today. That's awesome. I mean, I remember that game and I remember, cause I was playing D-end and I remember just looking over at you and be like, this guy is on fire. Like, <laughs> I, and yeah. what I loved was like you telling me like, you go out and we're playing Angel Stadium too. Yeah. And you were just so calm, so content. You're like, I got this. Yeah. Or like, all right, you know what? You got this. Let's let's go. Yeah. And that was so cool. And one of the things I'm interested to know is how were you able to take that athletic dominance and confidence and bring it now to the rest of your life and business and all the things you do now? Yeah. So uh, in athletics, you're practicing a lot of discipline and working with people, right? And so now that I'm in business and I'm realizing that customer service is the most important thing, I'm having to work with people from all different walks of life. And so just being able to be adaptable and being able to understand how to communicate with people at different levels, I personally think that came from football. I had to work with you know some of the, the stars on the team that everyone had attention with to some of the people on the team that really no one gave attention to, but you knew you had to partner with them to get certain things done on the football field. So just being able to communicate with different peoples and never judging anyone. Now, some of the mentality that I had from football translated over into the workspace. We worked extremely hard. Sometimes we did two, three, four workouts. We were putting our body to the test. And when I look at how hard I was working just to get a result, a championship, a ring, I realized that, you know, it can't be as hard as me getting up and being on the phone with customers and doing a little bit of paperwork. Nothing was as hard as what I did at four o'clock in the morning in the weight room with my brothers. And so that mentality that I had of being sharp and strong and pushing iron, it translates over into the work environment when I'm going through difficult days and I'm dealing with problem clients or I'm stressed out because I'm not hitting the goals that I wanna hit. I look back at the, the grit I had and the persistence and that is what translates over into how I'm successful today. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think too, like both you and I, the families we came from and the school we went to talked a lot about leadership and how to be a leader and how to challenge the status quo. And I feel like you and I really do that, yeah. right? We, I feel like you and I really add value to a lot of people's lives that other people our age just simply aren't doing. Mm -hmm. So what is that kind of leadership and how does that translate for you now and how are you bringing more value to all the people you interact with? Is understanding that I am no different than the next person, but I am my own person, uh -huh. right? God created me with the skill sets and the things that he's blessed me with, and it's up to me to figure out what that is and unlock it and share it with other people, yeah. right? I just was placed in a good environment that allowed for me to unlock it sooner, maybe than other people. Right. Being at Servite High School, being trained by uh, Troy Thomas, being in a Catholic high school, we were naturally taught, hey, you need to be a leader. You need to be a faith field leader and you need to make other people around you better by the way you carry yourself. Yeah. That naturally went off into college. I was surrounded by other people that didn't have the same upbringing and background as me, right? Mm -hmm. So what did I naturally do? I, I resorted back to the same things that I learned in high school. Well, Carlton, be the leader. You don't have to partake in all these different things that people are doing and it'll show and then people will admire that and then you can help those people, right? Yeah. Then you start learning new skill sets. Maybe I'm really good at communicating to people, yeah. right? Maybe I'm really good at showing other people that I can work out and then I can train or that I can even learn tax and accounting, right? 
And so you start to unlock these different skill sets. And so for me now, I want to use my platform and um, my skill set to help out as many people as possible because I'm my own person. Even the people I look up to, I see now how they've been able to use their specific skill set and their platform to help out so many people. They don't look like me. They may not have the same color of skin as me, but it doesn't mean they can't create the same impact that I can create. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. That's awesome. Yeah. So what are you using your platform now? Like what are what are things are you doing to use that and Yeah. What's what's going on with Yeah, you so right now? now my platform is being used to help out small based business owners and anyone who wants to build wealth strategically. I know quite a bit about real estate and quite a bit about real estate tax law. So now I'm trying to help out as many people who are just now understanding how important it is to invest in real estate or just now understanding how important it is to have a small business, understand how the taxes can get themselves a little bit more financially settled sooner rather than later. Right. And so my platform is really about helping out those people who are looking to grow well strategically. Cool. So where do you kind of see that platform going? What's your vision? Yeah. So personally, I, I feel like there will be only so many people that Carlton physically can help. So I want to be able to get to a place where I'm providing a lot of education for people who really don't understand tax and accounting. It's not something that's really taught in public schools. We all know that, but it is something that we all have to pay and it's something that we all put focus on later in life. But if we start putting focus on it earlier in life, we'll know how to avoid it. So I really want to get into the education systems. Um, I want younger children to know about taxes sooner rather than later. And the only way I'm going to do that is if I can penetrate into the education systems. So I feel like utilizing my platform will extend to the everyday business owner, real estate investor, but eventually the products that I create with my knowledge, we'll be able to be passed down to schools and education systems as well. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that. That's what I'm working on. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that was a thing for me personally, like, you know, becoming director of business here, a lot of that I just had to learn. Right. It's not something you learn in school. Even yeah. in college, you don't learn. Yeah. Right. You learn, you're like, oh, these are taxes, but you don't learn how to strategically build yourself to be the best you can be. You learn by doing. And unfortunately, taxes aren't something you really want to learn by doing, because once you give the money to the government, it's like you can't get it back. It's one of those lessons that you, you kind of feel the sting on. Right. So if you can align yourself with a strategist or you can learn the tax codes, even to a certain extent to just help yourself out by maybe 10% a year, yeah. right? you're getting yourself 10% closer to your financial goals. Right. That's cool. So what do you say to someone that says, Hey Carlton, I want to get started. I want to learn. Mm -hmm. Like where do you kind of guide them? Where do you kind of show them? Like this is what you should start with. Yeah, absolutely. So first off there's free education. I, I started with free education. I did not know I wanted to learn tax and accounting until I knew that I needed to learn tax and accounting. <laughs> so then I naturally uh, went to free resources, right? I went online and started typing on Google. Then Google led me to YouTube, right? Then YouTube led me to people who are credible in the space of different skills, right? If I want to learn about tax and accounting, there might be someone on, on YouTube that's an expert about tax and accounting, yeah. right? If I want to learn about consulting, if I want to learn about um, day trading, there are experts online that are willing to share their information and they're going to give you free information knowing that they need to give you free information for them to be well known. Yeah. So the first thing you have to do is you need to seek out information and right. where you go get that information is up to you. I personally believe in attaining free information first and then you can decide if you want to invest in additional information if it's something that piques your interest. Cool. Yeah. So what is like some of the miracles you've seen with clients you've been able to help? Oh man. It's so many when it comes to your finances because when, when you're thinking about a tax account, you may not think as a tax account being able to pull off miracles, 
but we pull off a lot of miracles in our office. And for some of our clients, it's, it's fancy toys, right? We had a client that was underneath an audit where she was owing the IRS 1.1 million because she decided she wanted to take a yacht as a business write-off. She came to our office for representation services. After leveraging a code section 162A, we determined that her yacht was ordinary and necessary to her business because she sells beachfront real estate. Just being able to win her representation case allowed her to be able to claim that yacht on her tax return and she didn't have to write a check for $1.2 million to the the IRS. So you can view it as a miracle, right? Or you cannot view it as a miracle. I viewed it as, hey, my client didn't have to pay that $1 million to the IRS. Yeah. And there's so many little situations that come up like that. Even situations where we're helping out a small based business owner um, avoid setting up the wrong corporation, right? Right. I had a client that um, she uh, or he um, had a son that might have a medical condition and he made a lot of money and it was going to disqualify his son from being able to receive some of the medical benefits his son was receiving. Just by leveraging tax codes, we were able to reduce his tax taxable income down significantly. So not only that he was able to get his medical insurance that he needed, but his son was able to get it as well, even though his business made more than it did in the previous year. Yeah. Right. So just being able to communicate and figure out what clients need is yeah. important. That's awesome. Yeah, brother. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, What's another like big piece of advice you'd say either to an athlete that wants to, maybe he's done with sports and it's like, okay, now I need to transfer into the real world. Or maybe a young athlete that you know, wants to be great, wants to go and hold the star receiver to six yards at uh, an Angel Stadium. What would you say to those people? Well, whether you're someone who's trying to transition into the real world and to build a career for yourself, or you're someone who's an athlete wanting to be better at what you already do. It's going to start off with your commitment level, right? When you wake up every single day, what are the things that you're committed to doing on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. What are the things that you're committed to telling yourself that you hold yourself accountable for? Right. That is the most important thing. As a young man between the ages of 23 to 20, let's say 29, it's a very important point in your life because you're telling yourself every day some of the things that you want for your life. And you will have little failures every single day in the biggest growth parts of your life if you're constantly letting yourself down. So don't let yourself down. If you're making promises to yourself every day, you're looking at that person in the mirror, then you owe it to that person to get those things done. And that is what's gonna shape you into whatever it is you want to become, even if you don't know what it is just yet. But it's the commitments that you commit to every single day that are what's gonna shape your mindset for growth. If you don't commit to those commitments, you have little failures and your mind can't think as big. Your scope to be able to help other people is dwindled and you're not doing yourself a service. Wow. That's, that's amazing, dude. Yeah. That's cool. Thank you so much for being here today. Absolutely. This is this really fun. It's always fun hanging out with you yeah. and I love seeing you in the office. So thanks again. Yeah. This is Carlton Dennis. Follow him on social media. He's got quite the presence, but he's, he's all over Instagram, YouTube, everything. Yeah. And to anyone who, um, who has ever been to a chiropractic office, you know how chiropractic offices can feel. They can feel unprofessional. They can feel as if someone's just coming in and trying to crack something and getting you to feel better. This is, ex- this is not that. This is completely different here. When I tell you, when I walk into this office, I have never walked into a more professional therapy facility before in my life to the point where an iPad is being handed to me 
and I'm literally being able to identify the areas on my body that are in pain, not just verbally communicating it to the doctor, but I get to identify it and put on the scale exactly what I'm feeling in the moment. Not only am I doing that, I get to wait in a waiting chair where I'm being massaged in a massage <laughs> chair, right? And then I get greeted by someone who's gonna give me a hug and he's gonna assess my situation and make sure I leave out of there in pain. There's a difference when you're choosing a professional. I just wanna say that. Thank, thank you. you for bringing me on. Yeah, thank you so much. I Absolutely. appreciate it. I wrote in here. Hey. <laughs> I just I'm working in the back room. I hear this like, hey, somebody's talking like Dr. Cooper. Really? <laughs> <laughs> goes, that, who's that back there? <laughs> Look at the doc. Man. Awesome. Cool. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, thank you so much. This is the Miracle Academy with Scotty Cooper. Thank you so much. <laughs>